A beautiful morning out there. Welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Aiza Phillips Akintola. This morning, I want to once again especially welcome you to another live session. This morning, by God's grace, we are just going to take a few minutes to pray and just to hear the heart of the Father and follow His direction. The Spirit of the Lord is leading us somewhere in this new day, in this new season. And it's important that we follow the directives and the instruction of his spirit so that we are not left behind or we are not you know hijacked by distraction so once again this morning i just want us to take a few minutes to pray and let's see how the lord amen will direct our path thank you father we honor you lord <clears throat> we bless your name father it's another beautiful day it's another glorious day to be alive in you to be alive in your presence to be awakened to your voice to be strengthening the power of your truth in the spirit of the eternal life that your son Jesus Christ our Lord has come to once again give to us yes we hear the voice of awakening we hear the sound of a new day you've invited us to come to the brook to drink this morning, Father, as we respond to your invitation, it is my heart desire once again that we will be all steered, O oh God. We will understand the urgency of this new day, that you are indeed bringing forth a new order of men and women who will lead forth a council, a council that will bring direction, who will bring forth, O oh God, yes, the in-depth of your spirit for this brand new day, for this brand new season. So once again, I thank you. It's a privilege and it's an honor. <clears throat> it's an honor to be alive in you. To hear the voice echoing from your very throne. And this voice, oh God, has continued to give us direction, clarity. Ah, Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We exalt you you oh god you're awesome you're beautiful there is none like you just to be here and to be part of that which you are doing in this season in time things that you're doing that is so visible yet so elusive to many but we thank you that we can hear the sound of your voice and follow Rather than hearing and hiding, we hear and we respond because you have clothed us, you have invited us, you've called us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you once again that as you continue to impact our hearts and impress our spirit, oh God, with the sound of this new day, we thank you, Lord, that no one will be left behind. That we will all journey in accordance to the strength and measure that you have given unto us. I bless your holy name for this glorious day. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. <clears throat> oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. What a sacred day heaven has brought us into. What a day of evaluation what a day we need to begin to focus on what really matters to the lord it's a day we need to set aside 
whatever it is that could be of hindrance to what the Spirit of God wants to impart and imprint into our spirit. It's a day where we have to be reborn again. They said, except you become like a child, you cannot enter. I've said this before that entering the things of God is not a one-time thing. It's not a one-time ticket. We have to be reborn every time we have a, you know, a, a, an encounter. We have you know, an invitation into the newness of God, into the newness of Christ. You know, as we as as the day gets to be done daily, so is the reality and the revelation of God. It may gets to be done daily in our life. Every time we sleep and we wake up, it's 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 is an invitation to be reborn into a new day. It's an invitation to step into new realities. The things of the spirits cannot be handled with you know with with familiarity. We have to. We have to have that sense of newness daily coming. You know, I had to, to ask myself this morning, Lord, do you want me to go out there to speak or do you just want me to continue to do what I need to do with you and in you? Because it's important that we that we don't develop this attitude that, well, I, I'm needed out there. I, I've got to say something because I have something to say. It doesn't work like that. The days that we live in demands that we journey with the Lord and we hear, we listen, we follow, we follow. Following God is an act that we have to learn. God said to Father Abraham, he said, walk with me and be perfect. Our walk with God should bring us to perfection. We are being, we are being, we are being, we are being, we are being developed in our, in our walk with him. We are being transformed. You see what the father said to me this morning, he said, just go. Don't, don't prepare anything. Don't, don't try to think of anything. Just go and let me do what I want to do. Let me just use you. Let me just speak through you. I want to speak through you. And that's what he's doing. You see, I, I, of course, you know, if, if there's anyone that prepares, I'm, I, I know I'm, I'm very good in preparation. But this morning I've come with a with a prepared heart, not just with a prepared note. <laughs> I've come with a prepared heart. I, I was looking and said, Lord, what? He said, No, just continue from where you stopped on Sunday. I'm still interrupting and disrupting things because I want to intervene and bring my people to the place of breakthrough. See, when breakthrough comes. It's not a formula thing that will allow you to swim in that river. When breakthrough begins to happen, it's not something that you, you, you are mentally prepared for. You are spiritually ready to receive it. It's a moment in time. The Bible says suddenly, suddenly. It's like that. The Bible says he will come, yes, when men are sleeping. Yes, he will come, he will come at, the at, at the twilight of the day. He will come when no one expects. The coming of the Lord shall be like a thief. Many times we, we have allowed the enemy to change that revelation to just one moment of, you know, of rapture. No, he's coming and when he comes, he will come upon you suddenly. The Bible says suddenly he came. But they've been preparing, they've been getting themselves ready. They've been doing all the things that they need to do in the upper room. Suddenly, suddenly, suddenly. There's a sudden moment taking place across the globe within the heart of God's people. There's a sudden moment that is taking place 
within the life of God's people, if you have been tracking and walking and journey and 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 passionately yearning and desiring to hear, to listen to what the Father is saying. If you've been tracking His Spirit, if you have put a tracker on the Father, you've been journeying with Him. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed and you will not be ashamed when it comes because you're ready. You see, readiness is a thing of the heart. Regardless of where you are, you can be in the toilet, you can be in the boardroom, you can be anywhere, wherever, wherever you are. When the Lord comes, you are ready for Him. Two shall be in the field. One shall be taken, the other left. We've used that principle several times. That, that dimension of his coming, amen, has to do with, with his timing and with his kairos. We are in the kairos day of the Lord. And the kairos day means that we have to be ready. There has to be that sense of readiness. We know not the hour. Yes, that's a reality we have to come into. So you're tracking with God with a sense of, you know, readiness. Yes, there's an expectation. The expectation of the righteous will not be cut short, will not be cut off. The expectation. The Lord is our strength, is our Lord giver. He is the one that we are waiting for, is the, the one we are waiting upon. It's a day we have to get ourselves once again aligned to what he is doing. You see, the things of God is what gives us directions and momentum. It's what gives us, you know, ability, capacity to continue to flow and journey. It's like the Lord is saying, do you even know why you're walking, why you're journeying with me? Do you have a sense of awareness or this thing has become just monotonous and religious, has become some, you know, some, 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 you know, you know, thing that you just do, but do you have a sense? of my coming do you have a sense of my breakthrough because when we say breakthrough is God breaking through it God breaking into your space is God breaking into your life is God breaking into your heart when we say breakthrough it, it's not some things happening it's God amen is God interrupting your time and space is God coming to where you are and when it comes you can imagine what happened when God shows up in a place it suddenly transforms things this is why we pray, friends. We have to pray with a sense of expectation. We have to pray with a sense of, you know, anticipation. We have to pray with a sense of readiness to enter, to see. You, have, you see, when you're walking with God, you have to have this sense of it can come anytime. That's the story of the bride and the bridegroom. Take your mind off just rapture. He's coming. He's still coming. He's coming. He that will come will come. He will not delay, the scripture says. So do not let your heart be weary. Do not let your heart, yes, be tired. Don't stop praying. Don't, the Bible says, amen, pray without ceasing. The reason why we pray without ceasing because our prayer prepares us, amen, for the breakthrough. Our prayer prepares us, amen, for his entrance. So when it comes knocking, we are there opening the door. We are not, you know, second guessing. No, we are there opening the door. Once I've heard, twice I respond. David said, once has the Lord spoken, twice I heard. We've got to create an attitude of expectation, anticipation. This is not the time to give up. This is not the time to lose hope. This is not the time. To, to you know to be demo, you know demotivated this is not the time to feel tired if you're tired rest he's your rest rest in him you don't need to prove anything to anybody 
Sometimes you might just need to shut yourself off, you know, Facebook and social media. Do it. Just rest. But make sure you're tracking with him. Whatever you're doing, make sure you're tracking with God. Make sure you're tracking with God. You see, you're not proving no point to anybody. It's, it's between you and him. Whatever time, amen, he gives you the prompting, you respond. Whatever time he gives you, amen, the prompting. You see, he's the one that puts his word upon our lips. We speak as, amen, he whispers to us. He speaks as we, as we, as we hear, and as we hear, we respond. He speaks as we hear, and as we hear, we respond. You see, it's only that to which the Lord permits that will stand forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not a stroke, not a jot of his word will go unfulfilled. It has to be his word. It is the word of God that has the power to bring to pass that to which, amen, God has as an intention, as, as a desire for you. Nothing else. It's not your dream. Your dream is not going to come to pass. Your dream is not going to come to pass. Let me repeat it again. Your dream is not going to come to pass. It is his dream for you that you have made your dream that will come to pass. It's a day of the Lord. <laughs> it's a day of the Lord. It's a day of the Lord. So let's throw away amen, every idea, everything that we have borrowed. You know, the Lord has been speaking of late. Let the dead bury their dead. There's so many dead things that have become cargoes in our life. We need to, we need to unburden. We need to let go of those things. Time to travel out. If you're going to come to the heel of the Lord, you can't come with weight and sin. You can't come with heaviness. You can't come with pride. You can't come with your own idea. You can't come with your own dream. You can't come with... You know, your own desire and aspiration. No, you've got to lay all down. You've got to travel light. You can ask the athletes. The, the way, they'll tell you the best way to run is to make sure that you're as light as possible. In fact, some of them, they, they put themselves on diet. Some of them, you know, before they go into, you know, some, 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 some competition, they, 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 they lose weight. Why? Because weight will stop you. <laughs> from running men will outrun you if you are too weighty if there's any weight you need to carry is the weight of his glory and glory does not rest amen in 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 people that are weighed down by all kinds of issues of life some of the things that we think oh oh i can't do without this thing oh god oh if i don't have this thing no no they are weight weight upon the lord those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Uh, they will mount up with wings like eagle. Come on. If you are too weighty, you cannot soar. That's a principle, amen, in aerodynamics. That you, if, if it's too heavy, you cannot fly. And if it's fly, amen, it cannot, it cannot go in that velocity that is expected. So you've got to make sure, amen, that the plane is light as possible. That's why, you know, in some country these days, if you carry too much weight, they will charge you. Your luggage, they will charge you. So they, because they want you to travel light. <laughs> it's time, friends, to travel light. We want to travel light. Get rid of the weights. It's time. We've got to climb the hill of the Lord. If we're going to come to the place of glory, you've got to shed off, amen. You've got to shed off things. You've got to shed off all those ideas, ideologies, wrong mindset, wrong beliefs. You've got to shed them off, amen. The Bible called them, amen, strongholds. You've got to cast them down, hallelujah. If you're going to engage Jezebel, you cannot come, amen, with your own idea, with your own belief system, with your own religious thought pattern. No, 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 no. Jezebel is going to... 
<laughs> Jezebel is a master, amen, of building high places. High places, another word for high places are high strongholds, powerful stronghold. They're called mentality, belief system, religious spirit, satanic system. They are high places. Those are the things that have hindered us from experiencing the things heaven is sharing in this brand new day. If the church is going to enter into this newness, we have to shed off yesterday. We have to let go of our weight, of, of all the ideas and all the things we have built in the name of God for ourselves. We've got to let them go or else they will not allow you to enter the straight and the narrow paths. The straight and the narrow path is for those that are slim in the spirit. It's for those that have shed up weights. You're going to go through the eye of a needle. That's the name of a gate. You better understand this. The eye of a needle is the name of a gate. <laughs> if you're going to access this dimension, we have to. We have to put ourselves amen, on what I call strict spiritual diet. What are you feeding on? What are you feeding on? What is feeding on you? Oh, come on, friends. What is the Lord doing? He's preparing a people that will become his voice in this new day, in this new season. He's giving us a path. He's been speaking to us for the past four months, five months, if you will. He's been talking to us, coming out of the ark, amen, accessing a new day. He's been speaking to us. He's been showing us things in his word he's been directing us regarding what is required to transact amen business in this brand new day he called it the economy of his kingdom he's been speaking friends who is hearing sometimes i feel i talk too much <laughs> you know just give these people time to listen to all the things you know i was just listening to one of the teachings we did yesterday you know on 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 jezebel i'm like lord help me even me, I, I'm, I'm getting soaked and shocked of the depth of revelation. You know, we can take things. When you hear it all the time, you can take it for granted. And, and I'm afraid that that will not happen to us. We, the Bible says we've got to take this thing. The Bible says Mary, Mary, Mary kept these things in her heart. She, Mary is a good listener. She, know, she, she, know, she understands how to keep out to God. The things of God. You know? In a day like this, especially in a platform like this, everybody expects Isaiah to come. No, it's gonna be it's no longer gonna be like that. It's not, it cannot be like that. We don't want to waste the seed of the things of God. These are the days where the seed of, of God's plans and purposes, amen, are precious, and therefore they must be sown on a ready heart, on a good ground. That's what the Bible called them, good ground. We don't just want some wayside, amen, engaging with the seed. We don't just want some, you know, by side heart. We don't just want some stony, stony heart, you know, somewhere. No, we've got to reconstruct. He gave us the word the last time. He said, break up your fallow, break up your fallow ground. You're gonna get, you're gonna receive the seed of this new day. All of the things that the church has done in the past 30 years has come to obsolescence. We've been ushered into a new day. Now we're learning like a child again to enter and to engage with the things of the spirit. But it's not going to be, amen, the same way we trade with God and trade with the things of the spirit. Hallelujah. If you try to apply the, the principles of the past to that which God is doing right now, I'm telling you it's not going to work. The standard is high. Amen. The stake is higher now. 
they're calling for a, a, a redress, a transformation, an upgrading of our value standards, you know, ability to see all of these things that define how we, how, we, how we have come to understand spirituality. They're upgrading it. You know, it's like a computer that is being upgraded. If you're not familiar with it, you will be lost. Even though <laughs> that PC is yours. But because of the new upgrades, new system of operations, if you're not familiar with it, you'll be looking here and there. You don't know what to do. <laughs> you'll still be limited to your old ways. So sometimes while the temptation is there to go ahead and just want to do things, that <laughs> don't fall for that temptation. Stop, sit, and learn again like Mary. amazing i was thinking about that a few days ago we've got all kinds of mary in the scripture there's a mary the mother of jesus yes mary the sister of of Martha. yes mary magdalene all of these women they are a dimension a typology of the church oh come on friends if you're not hearing the sound of god in this brand new day then then you're not tracking the day is a solemn day. It's a solemn day. It's a sacred day. It's a holy day. You know, holy day is what they call holy day. You have to set it aside to think of something. See, when they give you holiday, it's not just about, yes, you, you need to rest. You rest from something. It's a Sabbath. You, 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 need to, you need to, you know, begin to meditate. Take time to recuperate, you know, to redevelop yourself, to rethink, you know. It, it, it's supposed to be a day of refreshing and renewal. That's why, that's what, you know, holiday is all about. Holy day. Separated day, sacred day. The scripture call it a solemn day. The solemn day is the, is the gathering of the assembly of the people of God where they talk about things that matters to the heart of the Father. Father, we, we hear your voice in this sacred day. We hear your mind, O oh God. We want to respond. We want to respond to your, to your, to your breeze. We want to res respond, oh God, to, to the air you're breathing on us. Thank you for life. Mm. Ezekiel said, and he took me to the valley of very dry bones. Very dry bones. Mm. And, and he asked him a question. He said, Son of man, can these bones live? I felt like that's where the Lord has brought us to. And it's going to take an, an updated, upgraded, and advanced prophetic sight to know how to respond to such a situation. When they bring you to a valley, see, that's where many nations are. That's where the church is today. This, this dimension of a valley of, of dry bones. First of all, valley is a place of defeat. It's a place where you, you dump things. Things that have been discarded. 
things that are dead. Yes, it's a place called Valley Kindron in the scripture. That's where you dump things and you 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 know you you discard things that you don't need again. It's a dumping ground. It's a valley. You see, one of the one of the gates that that Nehemiah repaired, Amen, leads to Valley Kindron. When you go through that gate, you go dump things that you don't need again. Uh, excuse me. There are things that we need to, Amen. We need to we need to journey we need to take and journey through that gate kindron we're going and dump we're gonna dump some ideologies belief system you know you just go there once you dump that thing it's over it's one of the gates hopefully one of these days the lord will give us entrance and and grace again to study gates to look at gates because they are important Many a times when we talk about gates, we just talk about, yes, you know, uh, you know, power, authority, you know, government and all of that. Yeah, but there are certain gates that are, <laughs> they don't look nice, but they are required in our life. Because if we don't go through those gates, we will never come into newness. We will never come into newness, new day. We will never appreciate. You see, many of us want to do great things for God, but there are messy things in our life so the lord he wants to beautify you but the beauty of god starts with the reconstruction of the inner man of the inner life yes when they beautify you in inside then they use you amen to reflect the glory of god outside that's where a lot of men get disappointed because they they just see this beautiful woman and say wow wow what a jewel what a beauty you buy into her amen. you invest into that woman. i'm gonna marry this person only after a while you discover that <laughs> something starts smelling you start, something starts thinking you say what's going on here what's <laughs> well <laughs> you bought you bought the package but you never you never checked the inside it is like going to a burial ground. You go into a tomb. It's always beautiful on the outside. You always find flowers and and grass on the outside. It's beautiful. You you can you can lay down on the on the on the ground. You know of a burial ground. You know it's it's at least people have learned to perfect the dressing of a burial ground. But if they open that thing, ah, you'll find the bones of of dead people. It's, is dead that thing is dead it's, come on friends and i'm speaking via the voice of god the beauty of god has to come from within us and if it has to come from within then we cannot afford to be looking for mascaras cascaras or whatever you call it you know it's not a day for makeup we've got to let the lord perfect his beauty on the inside of us because he's brought us to a valley and he wants us to see the condition of this bone in the valley. He wants us to see how messy things are. Sometimes he wants you to just have a look, see how, how bad this thing is. Yes, it's important you see it. It's important that you have, you know, when you live in the world system, the world system tells you, ah, don't focus on that. Don't look at those things. No, 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 no. It's still you. You don't want to look at it, but it's still the reality. You cannot undo, you cannot deny the value of dry bones in the history of the people of God. 
South Africa as a nation right now is in a state of a valley of dry bones. So is, you know, Zimbabwe. So is so many, you know, uh, uh, Ethiopia. So is Nigeria. Few nations in, 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 in Africa, many in the world are in the state. The corona has brought us to the valley of very dry bones. Some people, their home, business, career, you know, it's it's been shattered and they've brought them to the valley some people have have even while bringing the things to the valley they've decided to remain in the valley and kill themselves there because they are too just deep. they are too deep too depressed can these bones live speak lord use me father to speak can these bones live the prophet of God, <laughs> zealous for God, Ezekiel said, this one passed my power. <laughs> like my people would say, this one passed my power. <laughs> I have no answer. With the things that I'm seeing here, the army of God in the valley, the Bible says they were the army of God in the valley of dry bones, valley of, of skeletons. Ayilabashayanda. What a what 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 a, what what an image God is using to talk about our restoration, to engage our renewal, the valley of dry bones. Ezekiel thirty-seven, valley of dry bones. And Ezekiel was given that vision when the people of God were in captivity. Maybe that's your life. Don't be shy. Don't, don't deny it. See, that's one of the things the Lord is, is trying to kill in the church. The church loves to live in denial. You know? And, and we claim, oh, we, 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 we are speaking faith. We are that's not, faith does not de deny reality. <laughs> faith does not deny reality. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. But faith does believe more. In the power of God that can fix the reality. <laughs> you see, a faith that denies reality is a faith that is in fact a faith. F-A-T-E. It's not the faith. Faith sees the hand of God intervening in that which men I've decided it's over. You see, that's faith. Faith does not deny reality. One of the first things we need to do as a church is to recognize that, hey, we've been, we have messed up. We've messed up. And this is what I've been trying to say for the, for the past you know, few years. But of recent, after this issue of Corona, it's all of this is to bring us to see how messed up we are as the church. Somebody says, stop saying that, but that's the reality. That's the truth. We have messed up. And until we acknowledge that, we will not acknowledge our position in the valley of dry, dry bones. Not just dry bones, but very dry bones. <laughs> you know, when a bone is very, very dry. The, the bone is ready to become a powder. In fact, if you touch that bone, 
it just breaks into pieces. The valley, they brought Ezekiel to the valley. That's a, that's a story of a nation. If God can do that, if God can bring a nation to the valley of, of, of dry, if God can bring an entire army, if God can bring his church to an entire position, no life. Thank you, Father. No life. You know, I used to say to a brother, I said, you see all of this mess in the church. When I look at all the things that men have done in the name of men of God and women of God to the bride of Christ, to the sons and daughters of God, and I used to say, you know, in fact, I used to say to, you know, Pastor Edgar, I said, you know, one day, somehow God would have to raise a people <laughs> to fix this mess, to fix this mess. I said, somebody will have to do it. And I know God has raised me to fix the mess. But it looks so overwhelming. But here's the voice. Take it piece by pieces. Take it portion by portion. You don't have to fix everything in the day. If we are going to respond to the voice of God and to the power of God to bring a change, we have to see the mess. We have to identify the mess. As it is to the personal church, we have to identify it in the corporate church. It's not, it's not an issue of, you know, somebody say you're being critical. Uh, if you're not critical, you will not see certain things. It is good to be critical as long as you don't remain in the state of criticism. It is good to be critical as long as you do not what? Remain in the state of criticism. We need criticism. Because criticism help us to identify and to do deal with things that people will want to shy away from. Yes. If, if, if a leader cannot be critical and criticize to bring solution, then we are messing. You see, it is part of my prophetic and it should be part of any, any prophetic, you know, you know, spirits. It says, it says, don't judge things on a face value. You see, when, when, when we say we're in the prophetic and we're afraid to speak the truth, then we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not God's friend. No, 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 no. The prophetic is not afraid to speak the truth, regardless of how people will feel. The, you see, truth is not to, is not to, is not to destroy you. It's not to make you feel bad. Truth is to bring you to reality. Say, this is out. You see, when you go to the hospital, if if somebody if somebody is suffering from a chronic disease, some somebody is you know uh, uh, maybe it's got a, 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 a you know an internal ailment, you know, yes, and and the doctor looked at you, examining you, he says, wow, this person's got three months to live. <laughs> the the doctor does not say because. <laughs> You've got three months to live. <clears throat> he will lie to you and say you've got you know six years or seven years to live. No, 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 no. The doctor will tell you. You've got, I mean, I'll call your family. Say, look, this person has got th three months to live. So begin to prepare this person. 
right? That, that is to change your priority. The, the, the reason why the doctor, after he's examined, the reason why he say you've got three months to live is for you to know how to uh, put your house in order. But there's a church that doesn't want to hear. The reason why they tell you you've got three months to live is then the scripture. It will help a whole king. They say, look, you're going to die. So put your house in order. The king turned to the Lord and said, Lord, I don't want to die. They gave him more years. But the reality is, they told him. The you see, that's the prophetic. It's a dangerous thing to run after the prophetic and you're not ready to receive all of the truth. The Lord is bringing us to the valley of dry bones. Ezekiel, can these bones live? This bone has, has, has got into a point, a place. Sometimes, and I look at the church, I say, we are in this valley. You see, I, I'm, not, I'm not divorcing myself from what is going on from the state of the church. No, I'm part of the church. I'm part of the body. But my position in the body is to highlight our condition. I'm like a doctor. <laughs> you see, I must be able to feel the impulse. Is this church still living? <laughs> Where are we? That's why we've got professionals. The Lord said to me, you know, a few days ago while I was, I was just reading, he said, we, we, need people, we need people now that can fix the mess. You see, across the world today, they are, they are beginning to come up with new ideas of how to, how to transform the, the workplace, how to, you know, beat this corona all right of course through the their own ideas and, and belief system you know yesterday my, my my wife showed me this advert that was done by uh, you know one of these uh, 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 you know i think there's a courier service they're into you know shipping and all of that oh my word you need to, this company has literally rebrand themselves you will never think, in fact, the image, the image they show on their website, you will, it will never tell you that these are into, you know, freight, you know, forwarding and freighting and, you know, exporting and all of that. No, no, no. They've rebranded themselves. They, they made a movie just to give you an introduction of who they are, what they have come into. I said, look at these people. Babylon, Babylon will kill you if you are not ready. Powerful. I said, the church is still asleep. You see, we've entered into a new dimension. In fact, when my wife says, she, she thought she was in another, in another, in another side because a company, you know, deals with those people. I said, can you see? Can you see? This is what I've been saying. Before you know it, you would have received the mark without, because the mark was so, the, the mark would be so attractive. Yes. They want to reach you. They want to reach your soul. They want to, the Bible said Babylon trades, Jezebel trades, amen, in the souls of men. There's a divine trading going on on your behalf. You don't even know it. We're still living in an analog day when they brought us to a digital dimension. We, 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 we're still living, amen, in, 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 a, in a locked mindset where Today, they are talking about nanotechnology. And I ask you, are you tracking? I said to my wife, I said, you know what? 
I may not be and may not be that eloquent to 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 express what I pick in the spirit, but I know what I've seen and I know where amen the Lord is leading us to. You see, sometimes they give you a vision, but they've not given you the voice. You've seen things, you've been to places, but you're still stammering. You see. The child knows things, but the child is still saying, Tata, Mama. But the child knows if you, if you open up the child, if you can pick the signals and the frequencies of the child, the child picks our environment. But when the child wants food, the child cries. When the child, you know, wants to poop up the child. But if you cannot pick the signal, if you don't know what the child means, if you don't know what that cry, you can even hit the child and say, stop crying, you're disturbing me. No, no, no. The cry, amen, is, is a message. It's a message. That's where some of us are in the things of the spirit. We still tata dada, mama, mama. Yeah. A day has dawned upon us that demands a people called Telios, the Telios order. But we're still tata mama, dada, 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 mama. Tata mama, dada, 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 dada. And then we cry. If nobody responds, then we cry. And then we're doing all of, all of those things that we do. It's to get an intention. But if you allow yourself to go through the process of development and they begin to touch your lips with the coal of fire and they begin to give you, amen, yes, the, the, the ability to talk and to speak suddenly you begin to bring clarity to the things that you already know but has not been given expression oh Jesus the valley of very dry bones they put the prophet to test <laughs> are you seeing the the, 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 the various side God is speaking to us is a day where my prophetic ministry, my prophetic edge is, is being tested. So is everyone out there. And if you don't understand that this test, when they brought him to this valley and asked him a question, it was a test. If you don't understand what the Lord is doing, this, you will look at that thing and you will bust into tears and give up. And throw in the towel. Say, Lord, I give up. No, that's not the respond. So yesterday the Lord said, you need perspective in this new day. If you don't have the right perspective, you are going to look at things and conclude. You're going to look at situation. You're going to look at people. You're going to look at circumstance. You're going to look at event and conclude. That's the wrong thing. You don't want to do that. When you look at things, you've got to allow the Spirit of God, amen, to, to give you the answer. In response, can this bone leave? And look at that business, look at that situation. Look, don't respond from the old way you used to respond. If you don't know what to say, bust into prophetic amen, prophecy. Begin to call for things on the inside. Lord, I don't know what to do. Spend time praying in the spirit. They will begin to refine your mind. As they refine your mind, they give you understanding. Hallelujah. You begin to ascend in the spirit. Suddenly you say, Yes, I hear. I know what to do. I know what to say. I hear. I hear you, Father. Yes. Yes. You cannot look at situation and conclude. No. 
We've entered into a new day. And the new day, hallelujah, has afforded us new position in the Father. Amen. To address, to confront. We don't run back from Goliath. We don't run back, amen, from Jezebel. We don't run back, hallelujah, from Ahab. We don't run back from Pharaoh. Go forward. That's the word. We're not going back. We're going forward. But in going forward, we've got to track with the Father. Walk before me and be mature. Come to tell us. So you can inherit the things that I have prepared for you. It brought him to the valley of very dry bones. Can these bones live? There are bones, but there are army. There are bones, but that's a nation. <laughs> there are bones, but that's a potential breakthrough in the, in, the, in the world business. There are bones, but that's the next leader. That's the next, you know, a, 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 a institution that would transform, yes, education. But it, it's, it's, it's like in the valley of dry bones. Yes, it's fine. We acknowledge that this thing is in a state called dry bones, dryness. And it's in the valley. We acknowledge that. So that the power of God, they said, this man was born blind. Who sinned? They said, you don't understand. Silent thing is not because somebody did X, Y, Z. It's for God to reveal, to show forth his glory. This is the day where God wants to reveal his glory through your life. I said, this is the day God wants to manifest his glory through your life. Are you ready? The first thing that must happen in your life if you're ready is that they've got to correct your sight. The first thing they did after they had walked upon the life of Jeremiah is that they showed him things and they asked him, what do you see? What you see will define how you will speak, how you will respond. What do you see? What are you seeing? Are you seeing opportunity or are you seeing devastation and destruction? Are you seeing, amen, opportunity to be elevated to be promoted to stand to speak to harvest for god or are you seeing the devastation of corona somebody must see on behalf of the land on behalf of the nation i want to see on behalf of south africa i want to see on behalf of zimbabwe i want to see on behalf of nigeria i want to see on behalf of ghana i want to see on behalf of libya i want to see on behalf of Syria, I want to see on behalf of America, I want to see on behalf of Britain, I want to see on behalf of these nations that may not have amen, prophets who can see on their behalf and speak. You see, it's what we see that allow us to stand in the gap and pray the will of God. Yes, that's why I say pray my kingdom. You see, when you see, you become the conduit of the expression of his kingdom over land, over nations, over realms. I want to see on behalf of Malawi, I want to see on behalf of Congo Brazzaville, I want to see on behalf of, yes, Ethiopia. I want to see on behalf of Burundi. I want to see in the name of Jesus on behalf of Mali. I want to see on behalf of Niger. I want to see on behalf of Liberia. I want to see. What do you see, son of man? Ask of me and I will give you the nations. Ladies, there are things God is going to use you to do in this season. 
all of these things that you're hearing they're not for fun God brought you to this hospice, to this, to this place. God brought you to this place to remold you, to, to form you, to empower you, to groom you, to, to build you up so that when you go out there, you become a model to the others. Your life will attract men to the kingdom. Those who have refused, who have been discarded and rejected and have been left in the wilderness to die, you will go there and bring them because something about your life will tell them there is hope for me. Yes. So you've got to understand this sacred moment. You've got to understand this sacred day. Stop looking at yourself as do I, do I have what it takes? No. I'm imparting into you what it takes. I'm giving you the vision. I'm giving you I'm imprinting the mind of God upon your heart. This is why God brought you guys into my life to imprint, to impart these things into you. So you can go out there and do what you need to do for him and for his glory. Don't take it for granted. Don't take this connection. Don't take this moment for granted. What do you see? As he begins to walk a walk in your life. As he begins to fix you and fit you back into his divine order and divine program you will become his mouthpiece you will become the testimony like the woman at the well <laughs> your life will attract 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 men into the kingdom that woman that they thought was a prostitute became amen, an evangelist overnight via the power of lifestyle she was able to draw all the men to Christ. Why? She had encountered something, someone. <laughs> she encountered true love, real love. You know? When you encounter real love, you cannot deny it. You can't hide it. She was so excited that she dropped a bucket and ran into the village and said, Guys, you need to see this for yourself. I met a man who told me everything about my life. Could this be the Messiah? Friends, God is turning things around. But from the state of the valley. Never you think you're disenfranchised. Never you think you're disadvantaged. The only time you're dis disadvantaged is when you stop believing God. When you stop believing. Listen, listen. It's not what you have done that gives you. A place for him. It is his mercy and grace. Because sometimes we think, oh well, if I can just, if I can, no, you, you, you cannot, you cannot impress God by your works. Just live for him. Just love, just continue to love him. And just continue to pour your heart. I love that woman. She just, she just poured herself before him. She poured her heart before him. In the midst of all the religious system. In the midst of all the God knows who who is sitting there. This woman would, would not be stopped. You see, sometimes we want to do certain things for God. But when you look around. You see those, those, those spirits. You see those, <laughs> those principality. Those, those men. Those religious order. You, know, like, you dare not. <laughs> but... Like Jesus said, who touched me? I've got to touch him. 
You've got to break the status quo. You've got to break the protocol. See, there are certain protocols that you're allowed to break. <laughs> you see, if you don't know how to break certain protocol, you will not claim what belongs to you because there are systems that have been put in place that say you dare not. You have to learn to say, lift up your heads, gates, Asian doors. These things have been there forever. Asian doors, be lifted. Why? I'm having a guest in my house. The king of glory is coming. So you begin to deal with those Asian doors, those situations that have been there in your mind as, as valley kindron, as the valley of dry bones. Every time the, the enemy reminds you of that valley of dryness. And it, it shatters your hope. It shatters your dream. It shatters your state of belief. But I want to say to you, as the Lord said to his servant, can this bone live? You know, anything that is going to live has to live in him. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. Regardless of how you want to live, where you want to live, just make sure you better live in him because nothing else has the ability and the capacity to sustain you. When Israel thought they could live for themselves and live by themselves, God left them until they ended up in a valley called very dry bones. The church has been brought to the place called very dry bones. <laughs> Don't be fooled by the chandeliers and the and the noise and, and all these things you're hearing, you're seeing. No. It's a valley of dry people. Dead, dead and dry people. But yes, hear the Lord. I can give them life again. If they will trust me. If they will follow me. If they will hold on to me. If they will fix their eyes and their passion on me. I can turn this situation, this valley condition, I can turn it into a mighty army. Why an army? Because God is raising an army in this last day. An army of righteous warrior. An army of faith driven individuals. An army who does not fight with human sword, guns, bullets, and, and all of these things. An army who don't live by <laughs> what they hear and see. An army born of the spirit. Energized by the spirit. Our battle is not flesh and blood. But against principalities and powers. Prophesy. He said. Ezekiel. Whatever God is going to do in, in this season friends. Is going to need you and I. You know, God could have done whatever he needed to do all by himself. No, 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 no. He said, Ezekiel, 
prophesy. I want you to start prophesying upon yourself and those situations right now. Prophesy means release God's intention. Prophesy means release God's mind. Prophesy means be the mouth, be the mouthpiece of God and speak. Amen. What you pick, you see, that's that's what prophecy is. Pick what you what you what you're sensing in your spirit, man. That's what Isaiah has been doing for the past few few months, a few years. You've been following, tracking him. All right, he's been building your spirit to get to a day where you can prophesy, you can release the intentions of God, you can speak, hallelujah, to the moon, to the star, you can speak, amen, to the sun, you can speak, amen, to waters, you can speak, amen, to situation, condition, you can speak to cities and nations, you can speak, and things will begin to happen as you speak. The word is life. Prophesy. Prophesy upon the valley. Prophesy upon the valley. Prophesy upon the situation. Prophesy means bring the heart of God to bear. Prophesy means bring the mind of God to bear. Prophesy means imprint the will of God upon the situation. Prophesy means get into the mind of God and speak his desire and his intention regarding amen, whatever it is. Prophesy, declare, decree. Bible says, and we shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Prophesy. 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 The hand of the Lord was on me and it brought me by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the, in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. He led me back and forth among them. In, in other words, walk through them. He led me back and, and front among them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley. Bones that were very dry. Things that looks like they have no more hope. Come on. It's for you. If you're still with me this morning, then this, this message is for you. It's not for everybody. It's for you. It's for you. The vision may look dead. But the time has come to speak life. You know, sometimes we, 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 we declare, we do things out of season. And so sometimes we have to wait for the season. There's a season if for everything. That, they say there's a time according to every purpose under the heaven. This is the moment God wants you to open your mouth and begin to prophesy. And I'm, I'm explaining to you. I'm defining to you. Hallelujah. As a prophetic teacher, I'm telling you the meaning of prophecy is to reach deep into the mind of God. Hallelujah. So you've got to have the mind of Christ. Who is he that have the mind of Christ that he may instruct him? Yet we have the mind of Christ. How do you have the mind of Christ? You cast down every imagination, everything that exalts itself above amen, the will of God in your mind. As you bring them down, you receive the mind of Christ. Romans 12, you receive the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ allow you, amen to peek into the mind of the Lord to see into, amen, the desires of God and then you begin to speak for it, you begin to speak for it. that was how I began to speak over the life of my son, I said no you son, this is what God has ordained and desired for your life, this is how your life is going to pour out, not what, amen the physician says and it came to pass the word of God is life, the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any treasure so piercing to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit, the marrows and the joint, the word of God is a dishonor
If you have the word of God, then you have the spirit of prophecy. <laughs> I said, if you have the word of God, you have the spirit of prophecy. Open your mouth and prophesy upon the dry bones of your life. Prophesy. You're permitted to prophesy. You're learning again the ways of God and the things of the Spirit. He led me back and forth among them. And a, and a great many bones on the floor of the valley bones. On the, on, the, on the floor of the valley. Bones that were very dry. He asked me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, sovereign Lord. I need you to look at that. Sovereignty. You've had me teach on God's sovereignty. Sovereign Lord. <laughs> it's like saying Lord, Lord. The word Lord means sovereign. So when you say sovereign Lord, Ezekiel understood God. He understood. Sovereign Lord. Sovereign means he's all powerful. He's all knowing. No one can hold him to account. A sovereign means he's got authority. He's got, he's got the final say. Sovereign Lord. You alone know. They asked him to prophesy. Here's what he said. They asked me, son of man, can these bones leave? I said, Lord, only you know. Did you see that? Did you see the king to the prophetic? Only you know. Only you. You see, the prophetic is when you know what he knows. <laughs> the prophetic is when you know. When he comes to reveal to you what he knows about the situation, about the condition. All right, That's prophecy. That's prophecy. You see? You know the mind of God. When I look into your life, and I, okay, what is God saying about Tina? And I pick what God is saying. I say, okay, so this is it. And then mm, I speak it. That's it. It's not some strange thing. No, you know what he knows. It gives you access. That's why you have to have the mind of Christ so you can know all things. The Bible says we know all things. Why? The spirit of God is in us. We know all things because the spirit of God is in us. The spirit of God is with us. The spirit of God is by us to as many that are led by the spirit of God, not by their own spirit. When your spirit aligns to the spirit of God, amen, your faculties, amen, obey and respond to what you're picking. You just speak. That's why you see, I always say that when you speak, when you speak or you prophesy or, or you're doing things by, by the prophetic unction, you cannot look at the environment, amen, to prejudge what you're declaring because most times, what you're seeing in the natural, amen, may contradict what you're picking in the spirit. But you have to have faith and believe, amen, and respond. When you respond, things will begin to gel. Things will begin to align. Why? Because uh, prophecy does not live in the human realm. Even though at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's objective, amen, is to change something in the human realm. But prophecy first is in the realm where only gods live. <laughs> they say there's a man in that kingdom, <laughs> We found out that the spirit of the gods, because they didn't know that there's another God called the God of Elion, called, amen, the one who sits amidst the cherubim. They didn't know him. So it was God introducing himself through Daniel and the rest, amen, to Nebuchadnezzar and to the powers, to the gods that be in Babylon. This is the same thing God is doing nowadays. He wants to, listen, the Bible says in, in, in Egypt, they brought their rod and they cast it down. Listen, there are powers in the world, but there is a power that can, that can dwarf, that can swallow every other power. It's a day of his power. 
prophesy? Are you ready to prophesy? Thank you, Father. Let me try to random. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. I, Jesus, <laughs> this is what the Lord, the sovereign Lord says to this bone. I will make breath enter you. I will make breath. What's breath? The pneuma. You see, it is the pneuma that releases the zoe. You see, if you have zoe, but you don't have the pneuma, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Because it is, it, is, it is the breath of God, the, the breath of the spirit that brings the breath of life. Hmm? I will make breath, 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 life to enter you. And you will come to life. Oh. As a pastor, I stood on this word for many years. And I look at my, the empty seats in the church and I, I prophesy life on those seats. I was speaking to things. <laughs> People thought I was crazy. They said, this man has lost his mind. I was speaking to things. I speak to things. I, you know, in my house, I speak to things. I speak to my fridge. I, I speak to my oven. I speak to everything. I speak, you know, because I know things can hear me. They have the ears to hear. Okay, even science can tell you that. <laughs> prophesy to the dry bones. And say, I, God, will make breath come upon you. And this breath will give you life. Is that not what Job said? The breath of God has made me and has given me life. It's a day. It's a day where we are entering the reality where we're going to live by the spirit of prophecy. What does that mean? We're going to live strictly, amen, by the divine objective of God for our life. We're going to walk. We're going to speak. In the reality of what God, amen, has revealed of himself. And we are going to decree and declare that, amen, into our lives, into our space, into our children, amen, into our community, into our family, whatever it is, amen. You see, you can begin to prophesy concerning your husband, ladies, single ladies. You can begin to decree and declare it, amen, and begin to shape that man that God, hallelujah, has ordained for you, amen, yes, you know, you know you can do that, amen, based on the vision and the call of God upon your life, amen, and based on the written word of God, amen, you begin to, you know, you begin to craft that man, it's like, he's like, you know, you're designing something, you know, like, I'm very good, amen, using my, you know, my computer to design, you know, you shape that man, you shape that man into be, you're calling for those things that be not, as though they were somebody said but uh, there's no such a man in your yes there's no such a man that's why amen, god has given you the ability and the capacity amen to begin to form that man via your spirit <laughs> didn't god form amen eve from adam and brought eve to adam <laughs> connecting to the man that heaven has ordained for you 
It's a thing you have to engage into. It's a thing you have to see seriously. You don't just wake up one morning and walk into a restaurant and one crazy guy walk up to you and say, Hi, can I buy your coffee? Let him run. Your destiny is too powerful. Amen. For you to waste another five, ten years of your life, I will not permit it. We want to run. We need men that can push us to run. We need women that can push us. Amen. To say, if this is what God is saying, I'm in agreement with you. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Somebody that will be pulling you back. You want to pray, that's where he wants to sleep. You want to pray, then he wants to go. No, 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 no. Say, come on, let's do it together. We are married for a reason. There's a divine order. You see, when we understand that God has a divine appointment for everything he's brought into our life, we, listen, we collapse time. We no longer waste time. We no longer waste effort. We no longer, you know, people spend 15 years of their life trying to discover who is this man. Who is this woman? Unfortunately, that's how it is. That's how it is. At least you don't, you never divorce. You're like, okay. And if you have divorced, if, if somebody, amen, has brought you to a place of abuse and a person wants to destroy your life, no, you leave, you leave, you leave, you leave. If it's an issue of death and life, you leave. You make mistake as much as I don't believe, I don't believe people divorcing. But if it's an issue of death and life, and you have come to a place of truth and honor and, rep and, and repentance and all of that. You've done all the things and, and the devil comes and says to you, it's over. It's not over. You prophesy to that valley of dryness and begin to call forth, amen, that which heaven has ordained for you. Now that you have the vision of heaven, now that you understand God's divine intention, now that you can see, you begin to ship. I was shipping things by the Spirit. I was shipping. You call the things that be not as though they were and you live as though they are in existence that's a life of faith that's a life of faith that's the life that we want to enter in this new day that's why we have to re-engage amen all the values and the principles of god we have to re-engage we have to know again what grace means what faith is hallelujah we have to know what love means again god is reintroducing him, himself to us again we have to understand all of the values they are there to enhance how we live life so we are not taking advantage of and if we marry the right person and we have to go through a time of going through the valley of Baca, going through the you know, valley of dryness and valleys of death, listen to this, you stay there because you know heaven has given me this thing. So I'm not going to let go. And you continue to engage. You engage. Why? Because you know what God has said. You know. You know that. Amen. You didn't just go into this thing by your own idea. It wasn't, it wasn't infatuation or loss that pushed you there. It was love. So love will perfect what needs to be perfected. A church must arise with this value standard that can save the day. Creation is groaning. Waiting and anticipating, groaning for the manifestation of the carriers of the Spirit of the Son of God. We've got to, we've got, we've got to begin to bring things back to their right order. Before there can be restoration, order must go forth. Before change can take place in our space, we have to first of all realign to divine order, to divine pattern. 
we have to understand God's divine blueprint. What is the blueprint of God for your life? You don't know it, then <laughs> you should you should put every other thing aside and go get that blueprint because you got to build according to divine pattern. When you build according to divine pattern, no matter the flood, no matter the wind, no matter the rain, no matter the fire, you are you are proved. You are you are you are weather proof. You are fire proof. Hallelujah. You are storm proof. You are wind proof. Whatever is coming, you stand after doing all to stand. Stand your ground with your loins gathered with the belt of truth. This is how we war in this new day. We don't take no for an answer. We establish the will of God. We establish the counsel of God. Your beautiful days are here. The days of God upon your life are here. Therefore, don't give up. Don't give in. Don't let the devil take from you what God has already established on your behalf. Reach into the spirit and begin to proclaim and declare the year of the Lord is called Jubilee. Begin to proclaim, begin to receive that which heaven has ordained for you. Begin to draw it down from the spirit realm into manifestation. If God can give you a beautiful heart that is a beautiful man. You see, what makes a man beautiful is the structure of his life. It's the, the condition of his spirit. And never settle for less. Never settle for less. I'm going to start preparing you. As Esther was prepared, I need to start preparing you ladies for what is coming. Something is coming. Something glorious is coming. But you have to go through nine seasons of purification. Nine seasons of purification. Got to be ready for the, for the bridegroom. You've got to be ready for the man. You've got to be ready for that breakthrough. You've got to be ready for the next season. Your next season is a package. All of the dimension of that season must be prepared. That's why Esther had to go through nine seasons of cleansing. Nine seasons of cleansing. Nine seasons. Mindset will be prepared. Values will be prepared. Your image will be prepared. Your identity will be prepared. Your aptitude, your sense of intelligence must be prepared. It's not the time to throw yourself to any man. No, I forbid that. No, wait. Tell your body to wait. God is not done with you yet. I know, I know. Your body feels, oh God, I need a man in my life. Oh, we all do need somebody in our life. But we've got to prepare. We've got to be ready. You've got to be chaseable in the spirit. When you're chaseable in the spirit, come on, it will, it will, it will draw. You see, it's like a fragrance. It's a fragrance. It's a fragrance you wear. It's a fragrance. That fragrance will attract that man. Will attract that order. 
when you step into a place in that in the in that fragrance is an incense <laughs> it's a life that has become a smoke unto the lord everywhere he went he was doing good oh father wear them with the fragrance Wear, oh God, my sisters, with the fragrance of your spirit. Wear them with the fragrance. Cloak them, cloth them. Cloth them, cloak them. As they prophesy, I will cause life. As I breathe, I will cause life to come into you again. <laughs> Things are living again. Whatever is buried is buried is gone. But the things that the devil thought he killed. Prophesy life. Oh, come on. Oh, We're coming. We're coming. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you we release this this word we release this atmosphere into looks and crinies let it flow oh god like a river let the wind let the birds carry this word across the continent across the land across the platforms oh god from facebook oh god to youtube and all of the platforms where people are searching and let them stumble on this word let them stumble on this truth let it be an awakening of a church passionate for you again thank you for refreshing refreshing word you brought us oh God once again to the brook and we have drunk and we are refreshed you're the well on the well honor and glory praise wait for you in Zion come on friends glorify him Embrace his love. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to Jesus in the highest. The whole earth is full of his glory. Is worthy. May your day be full of joy. May your day be full. Of his counsel unfolding. May you be filled with the peace of God. May his truth guard you and guide you. May you walk in the high places as you ride upon the wings of the wind. Let the Spirit of God bring you to the place where you begin to see things 
more clearly. Clarity. 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 The spirit of clarity. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for this time of ministration. Give you glory, O oh Father. I have done as you have directed me. We anticipate to see the result. Thank you, Father, for the healing of the nations. Thank you for hope. Thank you for a new ground, a brand new people that you're bringing out, oh God. Who you will impart, who you are imparting your spirit. And will begin to give clarity, direction, and perspective in leadership to going forward. He said, tell them to go forward. We are going forward. No matter what is before us. We have overcome because you've already told us to go forward. Your word carries our victory. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Well, once again, it's an honor to be able to speak as the Father will give us the permission. I have spoken as his oracle. The word has come with directions, clarity, motivation, encouragement. Let this word continue to lead you. So much you need to take in, I know. But we thank God. We give praise to him. We give honor to him. Have yourself a wonderful beautiful day. Well, it's a wet a day here in, in the Western Cape here in Franjuk. And it's just a day where you just want to feel cozy and, you know, you just sit close to the fire. But we thank God that we're here in his fire. Alive in him. May his day dawn on you like never before. May you continue to glide in the spirit of that which has been birthed. Now you have a matching order. I guess so. Live according to it. He guided them. He brought them out. The Bible says. Through a prophet. And he shepherded them. He led them. Through the prophet. Isn't that amazing? That this gift that the enemy has tried to pervert in the church. God is using, restoring, to build you and to perfect you. Please continue to pray for me. I covet your prayers. I will appreciate it. Thank you. God bless you all. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.